Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cara Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Today, we are diving into our second episode of Business Biblically, and I'm so excited to get started. Today, we're going to be talking about chasing your dreams, how to know when God is talking to you and telling you to move, sharing our experience with starting out in a job, what it looks like to start in a job, especially at a young age. So I'm really excited to share my experience and also to introduce our guest today, my bestie, Susanna. I'll let her introduce herself, but to give you all a couple fast facts, she is a full-time nanny from Oregon. She moved across the country for work and she has a lot of dreams and she's going to be super successful. So without further ado, Susanna, take it away. Yeah, thank you, Madeline, for having me. Um, as Madeline said, I am a full-time nanny. I moved from Oregon with the family when I was about, I think, 19. Just moved completely across the country with them here to Tennessee because he found a better job here, and so I decided just to move with them. I'm a nanny, and I nanny for seven kids, and three of them have special needs and are adopted. So, Susanna, tell us a little bit about what a typical workday looks like for you. I had to become an early bird because I definitely did not like waking up early. That was not my thing. So, I wake up pretty early, around 6 to 6.30, and then go to work at 7, start off the day with just taking the kids to school. Then when I get home, I normally run some errands or I clean the house up a little bit, make dinner, and then pick up the kids from school, whoever needs to be picked up. That's practically it. That's a really busy day. Tell us a little bit about what you want to do in the future because obviously you don't want to be real life Jesse for the rest of your life. Yeah. As much as I enjoy it, I definitely do not want to do this for the rest of my life. I really am happy of how Joy and Nick have supported me um, and what I want to do and encouraged me. Like even Joy has been looking up stuff for me and what I want to, would love to to do is go to cosmetology school and end up doing a program for um, moms who are either single or foster moms or for little girls who are in the foster care system or have been adopted. Just, just reaching those types of girls and showing them that their beauty is not only on the outside, but it's on the inside, blessing those people in that way of doing whatever they would like, whether it's their hair or their nails. That's really beautiful. I love your heart. So tell me a little bit about your job experience in high school. In high school, I worked at a cookie dough factory, actually. And I would I go did through, not know that. I would go through the cookie dough, make sure there wasn't any metal in it, like break it up. It was like, honestly, a boring job, but it was good at the time because they had good pay. But the people I worked with were very interesting. I mean, they were very kind, but very interesting to say the least. Mm -hmm. And it was weird because it was in a building with no windows and just wasn't my favorite thing to do because I would go to work when it was light outside and then come off of work when it was dark. So, Oh my word. Yeah. Wow. Since we talked last episode about changing the culture of the workplace and what God says about our jobs today, I really want to focus on achieving our dreams and how to get started, especially in the workforce and how we can keep joy and Jesus front and center when we're, get when we're getting started. Because I don't know about for you, but when I started at the Bedford and when I started my high school jobs, it was always a little bit scary. So can you talk about moving across the country and being a full-time nanny and living with a family 24-7, starting completely from scratch? Oh, what yeah. was that like? It was definitely like different and I sat down with my parents and I talked to them about it because I was like I don't know if I should do this and they said hey look like you can always go for a month or so or two and just try it out don't like 
push it to the back burner. I was always just nervous of like, this isn't what God wants me to do. Like, what if there's something else he wants me to do? What if I'm not making the right decision? But then my parents were like, no, it's okay. Like you obviously you need to pray about it, but also God will use you in whatever decision you make. Like there's no right or wrong decision yet. There may be doors that have been opened and shut and that makes it easier. But then always you kind of have to take a leap sometimes and try it out. And it's not permanent. It's not forever. If you ended up not liking it, then you can always come back home and we will have our arms wide open to get you back into the groove here in Oregon or there in Oregon. That's really sweet. So to kind of talk about my work experience, I worked a lot in high school. I was a lifeguard for a while. That was my first job. And then I kind of just moved up the ranks to pool manager. I worked at Navy for two months. Did not like that. <laughs> and then from there, I became a server in downtown Franklin. I worked a couple restaurants. So I've got a lot of experience in different places and I've always loved work. Starting at those jobs was very different from the Bedford. It's very different going from a summer job where you work for a couple dollars so you can go hang yeah. out with your friends at Sonic versus taking on something full time that is going to take up a lot of your time. I'm, I'm speaking for myself, obviously, but having a full-time job working 10 to 5, you give up your summers. I mean, it's not high school anymore. It's not college anymore. So it definitely was a lot of like, is this a door that God is opening for me? And I think I speak for both of us when I say that we really had to get our priorities straight and we sacrificed a lot. You really have to play up. I mean, coming here as 19-year-olds and starting a job as a 19-year-old, you have to act like a full-grown adult even when you mm -hmm. don't feel like it. So it can be super, super scary. The great thing in this is I feel like we knew that God was opening these doors for us. And so it was really easy to walk in faith through those. And even when it did get difficult at times, I feel like he's blessed us so much in this. Before we kind of move into the next segment for today, can you talk a little bit about how you've seen God bless you through this job? Oh yeah, 100%. I've seen so many blessings. And obviously there's that that's not to say that there's not struggles. There is. Like, you're going to have struggles every day. I've been able to travel to different countries, which I've always wanted to do. So that's been nice. Only for charge of babysitting. So it was free. That was nice. Um, And just like the blessings of that. And then always having like Nick and Joy made it clear that I could always go to them. Like if I ever had any prayer requests, them treating me as family, I felt like I have just gained another family. And so that's a blessing. And just finding my church family here too in Tennessee and just the people who love Jesus and Church of the City that of just their ministry and that they love on their community. And I thought growing up, that's not something I saw a ton in Oregon. Very different. The cultures are very different, but I definitely love how generous and open people are here and just the hospital. Hospitableness, I guess, if that's a word, of the people here. It was just blessed from that. And especially your family, too. They just like welcomed me in. It was so fun. My family rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say God has definitely blessed you in this job. And it's really cool to see that. Even though, I mean, I feel like you haven't even been doing this job for that long. And I haven't even known you for that long. Mm -hmm. So I want to start moving into how do you know when God is urging you to take a step in a career? Whether that looks like, do I need to quit? Do I need to ask for a raise? Do I need to start my own business? That can be super, super scary. So Suzanne, I want to start off by asking you, I know that you have big dreams and there's stuff you want to do and you have this amazing job now. Can you talk about how you knew that God was calling you to be a part of this job? And then can you also talk about the steps that you're taking to kind of move towards this calling that God has you in, in this cosmetology? I think it was just all the doors that he had open with 
like me being able to bring my car here with my siblings and them being able to travel with me so I'm not traveling alone me having a place to live like that's a big thing like if you don't have a place to live like <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do you're not gonna live there <laughs> um, a ton of doors definitely just encouragement from my family too I that was another thing that encouraged me to just go out on a limb so I definitely would say just God opening doors and showing me like this is where I want you for now and just having peace about it not always being in struggle that's not to say days I don't want to be like oh I want to go back to Oregon but then I always just feel at peace when I'm here so peace and God opening doors yeah that's great I've always loved just beauty and everything in it of just doing nails and hair and I've been practicing on people like my siblings who let me do their hair and on my own hair their nails all the time and so just practicing on that so I guess a lot of practicing but I would love to go to cosmetology I just haven't made certain steps to get to there which I should I think it's mostly out of fear I guess I have to like manage a job and school and a fear of failing school even though I love cosmetology so much I'm just scared of failure yeah I'm not doing it right but loving it you know how do you know that that's the next step that God's calling you to if you were talking to someone who wasn't sure if they were being called by God to something how would you explain that I think it's definitely just the gifts God given me and seeing and like my heart for those types of people who have gone through hard times whether it's a single mom I I know a single mom back home in Oregon and she's gone through a lot and I want her to just have a day where she feels feels like she can just let it all go and whether it's talk to me about certain things or just me praying over here while I do her hair and just give her peace just having a heart for those type of people is really what called me to that and having a talent yeah I guess you could say a talent I'm gonna kind of chime in and talk about how I knew that God was calling me to the Bedford it's very similar to Susanna um I had been at Trevecca that, in complete honesty, was super unhappy. It's not for everybody, which it took me a while to come to that conclusion, but I don't think that traditional college, living in the dorm, I just don't think that that's for everybody, and it definitely wasn't for me. And so after that first year, I was just really unhappy. I had chosen Trevecca because I wanted a Christian college, but I just didn't feel like I was, my cup was not overflowing there, for lack of better words. I sat down with my mom, similar to you, and I was like, mom, I just don't. I'm just not happy here. And she was like, well, the opportunity for the Bedford came up and it was really scary. Tossed around the idea of starting a business with my dad a couple times, an event venue. And so I knew what I wanted to do, but I just wasn't sure if the doors were going to open up. And I felt like slowly and gradually this idea of an event venue and leaving Trevecca was kind of tossed in my mind. It was really scary at first because leaving college it looks a certain way to people or even mm -hmm. not going to college and working. It looks a certain way. And I was like, I don't want people to think I'm a dropout. And I'm going to be so honest here, like working 10 to five with a bunch of adults at 20 years old is not the most fun in the world. And I'm no, sure it's not even with kids. Right. It's a lot because <laughs> you feel like you have to be more mature, especially with kids. And then I remember one time I could just let loose and my kids were like, <laughs> Susanna's crazy. Oh I'm like, my gosh. no, that was just me letting loose. <laughs> it's just really scary. And there was a lot of things that I was not prepared for walking into this job. But the way that I felt like God was calling me to that step, to that job, was just because the idea slowly and gradually formed in my mind. And even though I was scared at first and I wasn't sure, it just slowly and slowly became more appealing to the point where I was like, okay, I want to start this business with my dad and link Trevecca. Okay. That is not going to work out. So I'm going to, 
I'm going to transfer colleges to somewhere else. And that turned into, hey, this job opportunity came up. I'm leaving Trevecca next semester and I'm going to do school at night at Williamson Christian College and I'm going to be working full time. And I was kind of thrown to the wolves. Obviously, it worked out and I love what I do, but it was a lot of prayer and I just ultimately felt peace and I felt like God had opened that door after preparing it in my heart for so long. And so my advice is if you don't if you don't really know if God's calling you to something, Isaiah 30, 21 says, and your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. Obviously, I think Susanna would agree with me, you don't get smacked in the face with a sign that says, hey, here's a job, take it. But mm-hmm. kind of how this verse says, your ears shall hear a word behind you, that's how that idea kind of got formed in my mind of where I'm at right now is not for me. I would stick to that verse if you're kind of not sure if, if where you're at is where you should be. And this applies to pretty much everything, not just work. I mean, this could be college for you too. This could be a situation in life, a relationship. I just want to say that this is for everybody. And then my second verse for y'all is Proverbs 16:3. commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. The best chance for success comes when plans are aligned with the truth. That means those who submit to God's will and seek Him are in a better position than those who ignore and reject Him. Following God is never a guarantee of earthly success, John 16, 33. However, acting in accordance with the truth and goodness removes many dangers from life. Proverbs 1, verse 7, 13, verse 20 through 22. When someone's efforts are fully entrusted to God's will and His control, then they are committed to Him. Those labors are less likely to cause their own downfall. That came from a theology blog that I found, and it'll be linked below. I just want to encourage y'all in this that if you want to take a step, if there's something that you want to do, commit that to God. Send that up to Him in prayer because He might not necessarily open that door for you, but He does hear our prayers. He might open that door down the road. So I hope that this encourages y'all when you're not sure if God is calling you to a next step, or maybe you can share this with a friend who who is wanting to take a next step, no matter where it is in life, whether that's work or family or friends or whatever. And just like another thing that I saw God work through me is just like, even when I would go in public into stores and people would be like, are those your kid? I'm like, kids. I was like, no, I don't have seven kids, but I was like, (laughs) but some of them are adopted and they would just see like the different types of kids that we had, um, especially with just special needs. They would just start asking questions. And then I would just point it back to God of like, yes, God, like God was very gracious to them. And so they gave back to what they could and just showing people of like, this is what God would do. Like he said, let the little children come to me and just that he loves all different types of people, um, especially with the world and it just being divided. No, God does love the children and he loves the needy and the special needs, like just showing a light to others around me, even just in the store and being like, yes, like Nick and Joy had money that God had given them. So they chose to give back to God and because God had blessed them. Start wrapping this episode up with Jeremiah 29 11. This is actually my family's verse, like our family verse, but I felt like it really applied here because, um, kind of what you were saying earlier, no matter what job we're doing, no matter what we're in, God is going to use that no matter what. If God is saying, wait, I'm not going to have you move to the next step for a couple years, see how he can use your job now where you're at. Kind of how my dad and I were talking last episode, if you're not loving where you're at and you want to take that next step, try to find joy where, you, where you're at now. And then when that door is ready to be open, God will bring that to you, that next step. I 100% agree with that. And just like finding joy in the now is what you're talking about. And 
just like if you don't have joy now who's to say you're gonna have it later like people are like oh when I get married or Mm -hmm. like when I have this then I'll be happy you gotta be happy and joyful specifically because happiness and joy are different one's from the Lord and one's just from like a moment in time and things but yeah definitely being joyful at where you're at and just looking at the circumstances and like taking it and just twisting it of like, yes, this may be a bad time, but I know God can do something good through it. And yes, I may be working at McDonald's or wherever, but I can still be a light as much as if I was like a slower everybody. I can be the light to the people around me. When I was a server um, in downtown Franklin, some of you might know this story, God misses you or something along those lines. I would take pictures of every single one of them. It's not a pretty job, but God used that job, encouraged me in that. And even though I was so desperately wanting to take the next step and have that full-time job and have that security of a fixed income and not just working for tips, God used that job to connect me with people and to encourage me and to teach me. It was really beautiful. So I agree with Susanna. Just enjoy where you're at. Find joy in your job now. And then when that next step comes, be ready for some hard times, but also don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. So my last question for you, Susanna, is I know we kind of already touched on this, how how God kind of is blessing you through your job. What in your job brings you joy? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely hard times with the kids. Just kidding. I only cried once. That was on a really hard day. The kids <laughs> keeping were that in. You know, horrible. Anyways, it was a hard day. Um, <laughs> but I definitely have a lot of joy through it. I'm just seeing the kids, especially when they say something about the Lord or ask me to pray with them before they go to sleep, especially on the nights where I watch them at night, which isn't very often, but it does happen. They'll ask me to tuck them in and pray for them, which is just so sweet and warms my heart. And that gives me a lot of joy. Ministry wise, I would just say trying to be a light to the kids of like how God would like us to act because he wants us to be kind to others. He wants us to say kind words, not tear each other down, but build each other up. Yeah, I guess just to others around me with like the kids and how, whether I'm in public and how I react to what the kids do, whether it's with a kind heart or whether I'm just like yelling at them, like, get over here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just mostly doing it out of kindness of my heart of like, no, let's not do that. That's not kind. Instead of just yelling at them, stop that type thing of just trying to be a ministry wherever you go in a light of like just how you handle the kids and yeah definitely tested my patience but just showing patience to the kids my reaction to like every little thing whether it be good or bad chime in here and say too that the way that you find joining your job might change so when i first started out and i'm still in the first few months of this job but at first i found joy just from showing up i was like yes new job this is amazing and then when that sort of wore off the joy that i find in my job now is when i get to meet a bride and work on the floor plan with her and kind of map out her wedding or when i get to take a tour with people their eyes light up when they see the building and you can just see them planning out their event And then the day of the event when everyone's excited and getting ready and transforming the venue, I would definitely say that now that I've gotten to this step and the next step that God called me to after the Bedford was this podcast and the text me when you get to church brand, I honestly have no idea what I'm doing. I am just following God's will with that because I... I don't know anything about starting a t-shirt brand. You're so. doing pretty good at it, though. I would say you're very organized. And like, <laughs> I'm very impressed with all this that like, you're doing. Like, like dead serious. I am. Thank you. My 
Duh. It's just dropping. You're sweet. I would just say y'all to everyone who is starting out somewhere or who wants to start out somewhere, be patient, pray a lot. And then when that seed of an idea starts to form in your mind, just keep praying. Is this from God? I saw this thing obviously on TikTok, unfortunately, but it was pretty true. It was like the one prayer that God will answer without fail. The minute you pray it is, God, if it's not from you, remove it. Mm -hmm. That is so true. He might take forever to answer the prayer. God, what do you have for me? God, Mm -hmm. why is this happening? He might answer that years down the road, but if you say, take this out of my life, if it's not from you, it's gone. So is there any advice that you would give to someone that is just not sure if they're meant to be where they are right now or who wants to start something new, who has big dreams and they want to know how to chase it? I would say just take a leap of faith because you would, you'll never know if you never try, like, and you'll never know was that what God had for me if you never tried? And if obviously if the doors were shut and like, obviously like that's not what you're supposed to do, then maybe pray about something else of like, what other direction am I supposed to go? Then this is not what you wanted me to do. Like you're saying, if this isn't of you, take it out. And like, if you did take it out, then obviously that wasn't for you and to go find something else. I would say my advice is pretty similar. Definitely take that leap of faith unless you know for a fact that it's not from God. Never walk down a path that is not from God. It is a trap. I would say pray that you have eyes to see and ears to hear. That has been one of my prayers lately that I would be perceptive to what God is saying because I truly believe that God is talking to us all the time, but we're so focused on the world around us that we can't see it. No matter what situation or circumstance you're in right now, that would be my prayer for y'all and my advice for y'all is to just keep praying that God would open your eyes to the next step he has for you. God always has something for us, y'all. He's never just going to drop you somewhere. Amen, sister. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Suzanne. I really appreciate having you on here. It was fun. It's always a fun time. Thanks for listening for the second episode of Business Biblically. I'm so glad that y'all joined us on the Car Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Car Podcast and have a great week, y'all. Grace and peace.